And the big headline on this Friday, Canada's jobless rate has skyrocketed in April as Canadians continue to feel the effects of the COVID pandemic. Nearly 2 million, 2 million jobs lost last month. And despite that number being astronomical, here is a Rabina Ahmed Hawker, personal finance expert. She joined my colleague Kelly Katrera earlier today on the station. And Rabina says that they were actually expecting the numbers to be even worse. There were some banks that were actually expecting 4 million uh, Canadians lost their jobs in April, and that would be added to the 1 million in uh, in March. Uh, so that would bring the unemployment rate to 18%. I don't know if that's a silver lining. I've heard it called that. All right, let's welcome in Alan Kearns. He's a managing partner at CareerJoy for more on this. Alan joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Alan, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. Appreciate you coming on. Two million jobs lost last month. That is a huge number. But as somebody who is a career professional, uh, what's your best advice for those uh, right now out on the job market? Is it just to breathe? Yeah, I, I mean, the, the, I mean, best advice is you got to do what's best for your set of circumstances. It's very interesting. While um, you know there's high unemployment, they actually look at some of the stats from the HR Association of Ontario, and. Um, they're looking at about, I think it's about 35% of employers were still hiring in some format. So, you know, there still is jobs out there, but I would suggest that it's very competitive. And, uh, you know, you need to be, you need to have all your wits about you to make sure you're doing your best under the set of circumstances. But I, I, but I do think you, every, every person's circumstances are different. You know, that's a really good point, that 35% of employers are still hiring or businesses. And when you say you've got to be ready and kind of bring your A game, what does that mean exactly, Alan? I mean, obviously, dust off the resume, make sure it's up to date. Yeah, I mean, what I say to clients, I mean, we're, we, we do a lot of transition support work, outplacement work at coast to coast. And we also work with individuals in job search. So we're in the market every day dealing with, uh, dealing with individuals through this uh, scenario. So one of the things, yeah, it's absolutely, you need to have your A game in every single area. So you need to make sure... You interview well, you, you've done your research, you know what you bring to the table, and you know what makes you unique. And I think a lot of people actually don't have a clear sense of what they actually bring to the table other than I'm a, a data analyst or I'm a finance person or I'm, an, I'm a support person. They actually don't really know what differentiates them from the other, you know, two, two million people that are out there that have different sets of skills. So I think really having a clear sense of your skill set and a clear sense of how to tell that story in a unique way. Uh, and also, I think the other thing I would say to is that there's a lot of people that are grieving. I, I was chatting with a client this morning who had restructured, as I mentioned, we restructure coast to coast. And one of the things you see is just grief. You know, there, you have to figure out what to do with that and what support systems you have around you, mental health and all these other things. I think you can't, I think it's very easy to say, let's go start looking for a job. But for a lot of people, this is a very difficult situation. They've never, ever lost their job and never, ever been in this kind of situation. So you have to deal with some baseline things as well at the same time. You know, I think that's a really excellent and important point to make that, uh, yeah, there's some people that didn't expect, obviously, going into 2020, that uh, maybe in April, uh, May here, they would find themselves uh, out of work. Who could have foreseen uh, what was coming and how it would change so many facets of our life and change the uh, job market. Uh, what is the number one? Is there a number one mistake, Alan, that people make uh, when they interview, and particularly somebody who maybe has been in their job for several years and has not had a job interview for a while? Yeah, I, I think people don't discount the value of what your skills did versus what skills you have. So I say, you know, if you can show what your skills did for your employer versus I'm a good problem solver. I'm a problem solver, and I'll give you an example. I worked on a particular project that was, you know, six months behind. I jumped on it 
uh, we were able to turn that around, deliver it on time, and save the our company two hundred thousand dollars. Right. So turning whatever you do it did for your organization into actually real tangible results so that I can translate that to and I can get what you bring to the table versus I solve problems or I'm a hard working team player. <laughs> you know, all the kind of the which is true, but there's like I said, lots of people that are quote quote hardworking team players <laughs> yeah. that are you know that are you know that are coachable or whatever. So yeah, get beyond the cliches, right, and really have maybe that honest conversation with yourself yeah. about who you are and what you really do bring to the table. Yeah, you know, people hire the people they like and they connect with. They don't hire necessarily the best person, but they hire the person that they connect the best with. So one thing that people forget is it's not always the most capable or the most talented person for the role. It's a person that you connect with and you, you feel that. And you remember employers are not thinking about you. The hiring employer is thinking about them. So the question I always say to candidates is what can you do for them? It's not about you and your career. It's about them and their projects and either saving money or making money or solving a program or helping your, or helping them get advanced in their career. So it's, it's this complicated dance of understanding how to connect with the hiring manager and, and also be authentic because the kind of rhetoric, it, it doesn't fly very well, especially when there's so many more people on the market. So very competitive, uh, very competitive landscape, and you, you have to have everything working for you. Joined on the line by Alan Kearns, managing partner at Career Joy, as we dig into the jobless numbers today. Two million Canadians from coast to coast to coast have uh, been displaced, let go due to the obviously the COVID nineteen pandemic, and this is you know a time of change, Alan. And I think with change there comes opportunity. And is there an opportunity right now for people to again have that honest conversation with themselves that maybe this is a chance for rediscovery and to find uh, your passion or, or a new passion? Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right. I think that this phase, for a lot of people, see this complete kind of washout. And I say that, you know, what this phase has done is it really has um, revealed, uh, you know, a disruptive phase like this just isn't what we call the ultimate awakening event. And it's done that so in, you know, in people's personal lives. You know, do I want to live where I live? Do I want to be in a relationship I'm in? All those other things. And, you know, we're not the marriage coaches, but, but, you know, when you see people sort of, this is an awakening event, hold on a second here. Have I really been enjoying this work? Do I really like what I'm doing? Did I want to go back to school? All these sorts of things. And again, it's not panacea to say, oh, I got to, you know, do what you love and the money will follow. I don't think it's quite that simple, but it is really saying, hold on a second here. Is, is the trade I, you know, is this trade worth it? And what, what, as the, as the economy recovers and it is recovering, right? That's the good news side is that, you know, I'm, I'm chatting with lots of clients and they're, they're, you know, we're already in recovery re- return mode, which, by the way, is a whole different conversation about how companies are dealing with the return because that's very m- much more complex than than heading into the crisis. So, yeah, I think it's it's really an awakening event, and it's an it's an important time to ask yourself um, philosophically, is it what I want to do? But also, quite quite frankly, practically, because if you're not damn good at what you do, you're going to be extremely vulnerable in what I call the new economy, and I'm, I'm calling the new economy as May first onwards. Okay, so uh, the new economy, do we know what sort of jobs uh, are going to be available, what the jobs of the future look like? Well, I don't think anyone can totally predict what the jobs of the future look like. I think you can look at certain areas like healthcare and data analytics and, um, you know, areas where there's AI and technology. One of the things that we have seen, obviously, is a really deepening of the use of technology uh, in all kinds of areas across, you know, across North America. 
So I think certainly being in some area of the tech sector, and and I think you know people always ask where the best jobs are, and I always say, well, where can you be in the best? Where can you be at the very top of that area? Because there's always not room for the best of anything, or or the top five percent of anything, or the top ten percent. So it's not necessarily where the best jobs are. It's it's where can you be your very best? Because you just don't want to be average in the economy. Absolutely. Listen, some uh, great advice on a day where we saw some pretty grim uh, job numbers. Uh, Alan, really appreciate uh, you joining us today. Thanks, Jeff. All right. We'll talk again down the road, I'm sure. Alan Kearns, Managing Partner at CareerJoy.